You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 16 of PlayStation Unchained, PSU.com's one and only podcast. This is quite an exciting episode, guys, because as you know, greatness is here, because PS4 is available now worldwide, and each one of the staff members at PSU.com, apart from a few, have actually got their hands on one. Um, I'm your host, obviously, Mike Harrington, and joining me is my partner in crime, uh, Chili, a.k.a. Ben Shillabir Hall, or Shabbat the other way around, actually. <laughs> How's it going, Ben? Uh, not too bad, thank you. It's, cool, you know, cool. always good to be here. Yeah, good to have you, man. And I'm very happy to say that joining me and Ben are two um, guys who actually haven't been on in a while. First up is our podcast editor and editorial assistant, uh, Richard Archer. How's it going, Rich? I'm hot to trot, sir. Good, good, good. And joining Richard as well is uh, Bow Down. Bow Down, it is the PSU overlord himself. It's uh, Mr. Stephen Williams. How are you going? <laughs> 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 Hi, guys. Uh, I'm doing well. I've got a glass of well, a mug of mulled wine. I've got my, I've got my dressing gown on, and uh, <laughs> I'm just about to light up the pipe. Oh, brilliant! What a, what an image! What a mental image! And I understand you've been doing a bit of boogieing over the weekend, Stephen, as well. Yeah, my legs are absolutely killing me today, but uh, I'm nearly forty, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm dancing with a bunch of seventeen-year-olds and showing them how it should be done to some old-school rave. Uh, oh, so a midlife crisis then? <laughs> yeah, definitely a midlife crisis. Oh, yeah. You just need a leather jacket and a motorbike now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably what I was wearing wasn't as cool as what the kids were wearing. <laughs> By the way, thank you everyone for listening to my podcast. But after that comment, I'll, I guess I'll see you sometime in the future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, okay, PS4. We're obviously all excited about that because we've all been playing on it. Well, hopefully all weekend. I know I have. Um, I actually got mine... Um, I was kind of worried, actually, I won't get mine until tomorrow, but because um, the credit card that I actually ordered it on, sorry, debit card, it actually expired. So Amazon were like, oh, we need you to update this. And I was like, shit. And it was like, it won't be here till Monday. And then I, then I got a tracker sent. It'd be a Saturday. And sure enough, I opened the porch and it was just sitting there waiting for me to open. Fantastic. Yeah, but we're going to be getting into, um, obviously, the uh, PS, main PS4 chat soon. But let's go over some of the main news. Uh, obviously, PS4 stuff, because literally, that's um, all people are talking about. And um, first one up, this was posted uh, at the beginning of the uh, week, or last week, I suppose you should say, because this will be going out by the time you hear it, it'll be Monday morning. Uh, PS4's Killzone Shadow 4 is pushing 26k uh, building blocks. Uh, Killzone 2 had 8k. This is basically a developer term for, I guess, how much visual clout each game has. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Basically, um, speaking with Eurogamer, Kim Van Hess, lead environment artist on Shadowfall, commented, uh, quote, for a scene, what we call a section on the PlayStation 3, we had a maximum of 7,000 to 8,000 building blocks. And now we're seeing that on PS4, we're, that we're pushing 26,000 building blocks. We'd have two LOD steps for these elements. Now we have seven LOD steps. Um, so, wow. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of technical stuff there. Basically, PS, basically, they're saying PS4 is this visual powerhouse and stuff. And I'm sure we can agree that Killzone 4, uh, 4? Killzone Shadow 4 certainly looks a business, guys. What do you think of that? Uh, compared to the other two, I mean, it's, it's a massive visual step up. I mean, anyone can see that from the um, comparison videos doing around. So what do you guys think? It Shadow looks 4? amazing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's a, it's a great starting block to show what the PS4 can do. 
Yes. Um, yes. I mean, Richard, 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 Richard uh, came around my house on Thursday and we played a bit of it together, didn't we? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Our original yeah. three looks absolutely fantastic. And compared to like the, the previous show, uh, previous Killzone game, yeah. um, you can see that step up in quality. But, you know, something I think it looks that good and the, it's, uh-huh. the, the scenery is that busy that sometimes it makes it hard to spot the enemy. All right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's just yeah, like so yeah. it's so yeah, vivid yeah. and there's so much going on and you know, yeah. you're looking around and the next minute a shot comes from nowhere and you you you're looking and you can't see where he's coming from. Because there's so much like flora and fauna, you know, around and Yeah. Yeah, I can I yeah, I've heard of that um actually. It's um kind of hard easy to lose your way in that game actually, in terms of a level design as well. But yeah. but I mean Killzone um two and three obviously they were visual show pieces for the PS3 and they're amazing games and obviously to go up go up higher from that, I mean, that's an amazing feat. Even though it is obviously next gen, next gen technology, it's still amazing considering those. You know, Killzone Three was, I think that was like one of the best looking PS3 games around, wasn't it? But um, so people say anyway. I haven't actually played it, but uh, Ben, anything to add on that? It's, I agree with Stephen. It's very confusing of what you got to do in the game. Uh-huh. Um, I keep getting lost because I don't oh, know yeah. where where I'm supposed to be going or or if um, if I've gone the right way or if that's an enemy shooting at me or just a nice pretty rock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do spend a lot of time looking at those rocks, but I, I must yeah. admit, I did have an issue with a spawn point at one point. I was I was actually streaming this. Um, I died, and where I spawned, every time I spawned, I spawned in between four sniper rifles. Oh, so as wow. soon as I spawned, I got shot. Yeah, the spawn points are bad. Very bad. Wow. <laughs> okay, but, there's, well, but there's no denying it looks amazing. Oh, it looks amazing yeah, you, while you're alive. Poster yeah. child. Poster child. <laughs> yeah. It's the PS4 poster child for visuals, at least at the moment, anyway. Uh, probably along with Battlefield 4 as well, but there, there we go. In terms of like exclusive, definitely. Um, speaking of PS4 games and sequels and whatever, uh, this is a rumor actually. Um, uh, Nino Kuni 2 in development for PS4, which is obviously a rumor. Um, this is, um, the, they are a well known industry insider um, called uh, Fu Wei. The, uh, uh, this was picked up from Gear Nuke. Uh, the Insider mentioned a number of JRPGs, JRPGs that are coming to Sony's next-generation console. Uh, two of those we know already, which is um, Kingdom Hearts 3 and the new Final Fantasy. Uh, but apart from uh, Nino Kuni 2, he also mentions a new Tales title, and I believe that's um, uh, there was some news about that later in the week, actually. Uh, I think um, there's a countdown or something. Anyway, something to do with Tales. But yeah, um, this is quite interesting. I mean, this game was very well received. I know Ben, um, you're probably the best person to start with because you you got that game when it came out and you, you enjoyed it, didn't you? Would you welcome a sequel? Oh, I would welcome a sequel for um, Nino Kuni too. Yeah, <laughs> I really yes. can't wait for that. I will. Yes. I will give it all my money <laughs> if it's true. Hopefully, it will be. Uh, what about uh, the rest of you guys? Any comments on that? I, I love I love Nino Kuni. Apart yeah. from, I was into it for maybe about I probably put about twelve hours into it or something like that. But then I got sick to death of going from A to B yeah. and being forced into a fight. You know, these little things like chase you. <laughs> and I'd be trying to run around avoiding them. And then I'd be in a fight when I just didn't, I wanted to get to B rather than be in yeah. that fight. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I loved how it opened. I loved, like, uh, the, I loved the story of it. Um, but I think it could do with some gameplay improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd, def- I'd definitely buy it and I'd definitely uh, look forward to playing it. Wicked man. Uh, how about you, Rich? Um, I'm going to say officially, I've got no soul because I didn't really enjoy Nino Cooney. It starts off fantastic, like you're in a film, and 
I'm sorry to all you Japanese RPG players out there, but it's a grind fest, an absolute grind, 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 and then grind some more. Um, watch a Studio Ghibli movie instead is my would be my advice. Um, but you know, it's a good game. It's nice to see. You know, a lot of people did enjoy it. It's nice to see it's coming out on the PS4. You know, it'd be a good yeah. title. Yeah, if uh, I just like to stress again, this is a rumor, but it would make a lot of sense. Um, okay, um, again, continuing the PS4 extravaganza, uh, David Cage has said his um, studio has been surprised by the PS4's power. Uh, this was a, in a recent inter- interview of a French website, Quantic Dreams. David Cage revealed he's been working on PS4 hardware for just over a year, but was impressed with what the studio was able to churn out on its first attempt. Uh, quote, the PlayStation 4 is a machine on which we've been, wor- we've been working on for a little more than a year now at Quantic. Honestly, the machine surprised us. We obviously knew that it would be much more powerful than the PlayStation 3, that we were going to have to do things that were impossible before. But now, really, the machine on, the first attempt, on our first attempt on this Dark Sorcerer demo, which of course was shown at um, E3, on which we worked quickly, gave us, a le- gave us a level of quality that we didn't expect. Um, well, uh, the, as far as the Dark Sorcerer goes, I mean, that's, um, that's visually extremely impressive. I think we can all agree on that. And Quantic Dream are known for pushing visuals of the whatever console they're working on. Obviously, with PS3 in, in the last generation with uh, Heavy Rain and Beyond, they really do some magic in terms of the visuals. So I just can't wait to see how they push the console some more. But the fact they're able to do this early on has got to be a great thing, hasn't it, guys? I mean, I'm looking forward to whatever they come out with. High praise indeed from you know one of the masters of uh, pushing... You know, yes. the PS3. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to see what Quantic Dream do with the PS4. Yes, um, uh, where, I mean, it sounds that? a bit, it sounds a bit of PR spiel, if you ask me as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I suppose it, it was in yeah. the launch, yeah, the UK launch week, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like, Sony have gone to them, go on, David, you say yeah. this, and everyone Pimped will love it. it. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, anything, anything Quantic Dream do yeah. since the early days, I've, I've had my eye on. I can't wait to see what they do with the PS4. Mm, I need to. Um... I need to play beyond, actually. I'm looking forward to that after reading your review and talking to you about that. Um, uh, Richard and Ben, any comments on Quantic General PS4 stuff? <laughs> Are we excited well, at all? Yeah, yeah, des- definitely I'm excited. Uh, beyond Two Souls was a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. It really did push the graphic capabilities of the PS3. Yeah. We've, seen, we've seen what this guy can do with a demo, and to say he's surprised by the PS4's power, Surely can only mean good. Good things are going to come from this. Yeah, I quite agree. Quite agree. Uh, ben, anything at all? Well, I haven't actually played any of their games yet. I've got uh-huh. them. I've actually got oh. them on my shelf. Except for Beyond, I haven't bought that yet. I bought Heavy, Heavy Rain. I haven't played that. But Holy yeah, shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll probably buy it and put it on my shelf. But I will buy it, I guess. I recommend going through Heavy Rain ASAP. It's not actually, if you stick with it, like, you know, play that and not get distracted by anything, you can, um, and obviously not rush it, but you can, it's not the longest game, so, you know. That's good. Ho- yeah, hopefully you can experience, you know. I, I definitely recommend soaking that up at least, definitely. Oh, sweet. Beyond. Did you ever play uh, Fahrenheit? No, uh, I never got to. I wasn't no. much of a PS2 player because yeah. I used to play Final Fantasy XI a lot on the PC, so I never really played much during the PS2 era, so I missed most of that era, sadly. Oh wow, damn. Another great game that I think was different to any other game around it, although it went a bit weird like, about halfway through. Um but to see like where Quantic Dream have come from since then, with you know, Heavy Rain and Beyond. Yeah. Uh, they just seem to be going up and up. Oh, that's good. Yep. Up and onward. Whatever yeah. they come out with next. Um, well, you don't want to go down the up's always a good idea. 
yeah, of course. But you never know. Some people, you know, they, re- they peak and they can't get any higher than it to a quality degrades. But that's a whole other story in series. But that's, yeah. that's Gorilla Games, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Uh, um, okay, guys. Um, this is some interesting um, information. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts has been revealed as PS4 most played title. This made me kind of cry in a way. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. Um, it's um, it's obviously been selling like hotcakes, but. Um, Activision uh, publisher Mark Eric uh, Hirschberg commented, Around the globe, Call of Duty Ghosts is leading the next generation. It's the number one selling title at key retailers. And it's also the most played game on Xbox One and PS4 globally. Uh, so, yeah, guys. Um, oh, I mean, Call of Duty, what more, you know, what more to say on that? It's every year it comes out. I didn't honestly think it would be the best-selling console on next gen. I thought maybe people would be playing that more on current gen and be taking something else up on next gen, like... Um, I don't know, maybe another, just another third-party title or possibly even like a big, one of the big first-party ones. But yeah, um, I don't know. I just, I've, I've had Call of Duty fatigue for a while now. What do we think of this? I've got, I've got a bit bored with Call of Duty as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they, they get the multiplayer right, don't they? And people love yeah. the multiplayer. So That's what they play it for, I think, to be honest. They keep coming back and play I don't think it's a surprise that it's uh, the most played game. Not by me, though. Yeah, no, not no, no, same here. Yeah, I am... Um... Uh, I have a copy of it, but that's only because someone gave me it. Oh, right. So, a friend gave me the copy, so I've got it because of that. Battlefield is so much better. I've actually, I, I bought Battlefield, so... I'm getting Battlefield 4. I really want to try oh, something different than Call of Duty. I haven't yeah. played Battlefield yet. I've been too busy with another game, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, I do have, I do have both of them, so I can't be biased. I haven't played either of them, so... That's that's how that's how unbiased I am. I haven't played yeah. either of them. Yeah, <laughs> well, Battlefield is more for uh, team players, I think, and then Call of Duty is just like whether you're in a team or not, it's every man for himself. <laughs> yeah. You know, just yelling at people and uh, mowing people down. Whereas Battlefield just seems a bit more tactical, and uh, if you can get into a good game with people who are chatting, yeah. then you know it's a great team game compared to Call of Duty Ghosts. You know, I'd go Battlefield every time, but. And it's a great-looking game as well, Battlefield, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, okay, uh, onwards, uh, nothing specifically about games, but this actually kind of um, <laughs> made me laugh in a way. I suppose it shouldn't have done. Um, this was written by you, Stephen. Um, PS4 Playroom gets Twitch banned following, abu- following abuse, nudity, and drunkenness. Uh, Stephen, what have you been doing, honestly? I mean, seriously, that partying of yours has got to stop. Um, <laughs> PS4 gamers have broken the golden rule of Twitch TV less than two weeks after streaming after the streaming service launched on Sony's new console. Uh, he goes on to say, the Twitch TV service, which allows gamers to stream gaming content directly from the PS4 by pressing the share button, has been abused and used for non-gaming and explicit content via the PS4 Playroom. Through the app, users have been taking advantage of the full room camera to broadcast nudity and drunkenness, while some users were caught using the chat channel to abuse streamers. Um, this, uh, yeah, this kind of thing doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, this was coming a mile off. You get something like this, people are bound to abuse something like this. Um, uh, I guess you guys aren't surprised at all, because I'm not. No, wasn't, there, wasn't there a man who uh, he was drunk and his wife, that was, he was naked and drunk? Or was it his wife that was naked? I can't remember which uh, one it was. Um, Stephen, what happened was um, his wife was naked and drunk. He was his wife was drunk actually, and he was yeah. drunk. Yeah. He took her top off during this playroom stream, oh, no. and then it went blank, yeah. and then they started having sex. Oh, <laughs> and then yeah, I can't oh. believe why weren't people saying this on Twitter? It'd been straight over. 
Uh, um, I know, I'll I would just... have watched. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have disapproved, but I'll just, have, I'll, I'll just check to see what I'm disapproving over. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I want to make sure what I'm angry at. I, don't, I can't be angry if I don't know what it is. That's yeah. right. See how this playroom thing works. I need to get get used to it, and I'll, this will be a good demonstration of it. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, I, I, I actually uploaded a video um, via Playroom, sort of, sort of playing the uh, robot game. Where you, can... you were not. You were not playing the robot game at all. You, you were abusing those robots, those poor, helpless, defenseless robots. You kicked them, you punched them, you sucked them up into your console, and I mean your DualShock, and rattled them all around. It was an absolute disgrace. I reported it immediately to Twitch. I reckon, I reckon they might have seen that. I reckon that's why why it was banned. Uh, but it just shows you. I mean, as soon as I realised that you could record on Playroom. Even me, who I think is quite professional, right? I felt like doing something out of the norm. I didn't feel like playing a game. I felt like kicking robots around and having a laugh. Um, and then streaming and, in your boxes. Yeah, <laughs> while streaming it live. But um, I mean, you know, it's a step too far. Obviously, you know, it is supposed to be like a gaming. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, you should still be able to stream it on. Um, What's that other Ustream? So I don't think Ustream has blocked it yet. So if you yeah. want to, if you still want to do it on Playroom, because you're so excited to do it, then Ustream should still be able to allow do it. Yeah, I think. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. It opened up possibilities for um, proper gaming channels like ours. Like, I mean, yeah. I was thinking we can run competitions and everything through it, but unfortunately, like, I don't. I can't see. They said they might reopen it uh, again. I can't see it happening because it will just get abused again. People yeah, set up dummy accounts and abuse yeah. it. Yeah, it's a shame because it is just at launch as well and everything. So it's um you know it's a bit of a blow with every, um for Sony, but you know considering the launch has gone so well, you know yeah. uh, overall I'd say. Um, but um yeah a good a nice bit of um news um this was rumored quite a while is the uh, PS4 and PS Vita bundle is um has been announced by Sony uh, which is called the Ultimate Bundle and it will cost you just under five hundred pounds. The company has confirmed. Uh, obviously. It's self-explanatory. PS4 and the PS Vita together. It makes sense. They're um, they've been um, kind of championing the uh, uh, connectivity between the two um, consoles for a while now, and um, obviously that's it's a major selling point for PS4 and PS Vita going forward. And obviously PS Vita could do with a uh, shot in the arm in terms of sales. So it's good to see them bundling this together. People have been expecting it for a while though. Um, it's uh oh, there's some more information here. Uh, buying the ultimate bundle will save you around ten pound, give or take, as the PS4 retails are three hundred forty nine quid alone, while the PS Vita clocks in at about one fifty, depending on the model. Um, so obviously this doesn't really apply to us because we're all fully kitted out with Vitas and um, or most of us anyway, Vitas and PS4s. But what a great starting point, eh, for new adopters and near Christmas as well. I mean, this hopefully I'd like to see this sell sell well. I mean, this is great timing, don't you agree? They should have done it at launch, though. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I agree. But why? Why have they? Why have they done it now? If they set this all up right for launch and 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 pimped it all on the lead up to launch, they could, they could have made a killing with the deal. Um, I'd, have, um, I'd have bought it. I'd have bought it at launch. I'd have bought this package. Yeah, because you haven't got, you got a Vita, have you? Yeah, Richard, but they've they've muffed it, as you said. Should have been at launch. Um, I'm just speaking, just just trying to find out about the um, release. Because surely they've lost. They've yeah, lost. Sony will start work uh, closely working with its retail partners to ensure that soft bundle will be up for sale at select shops starting today. And that was um, twenty eighth. That was so. It technically was meant to be up around um, at launch, but they left it kind of. It kind of came in under the radar, I think. If anything. Yeah. So when we were all pre-ordering our PS4s, 
that was the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see what exactly. You mean now. Yeah. yeah. They you know, were like three or four months too late with that, yeah. I back in you. July when they said, well, you've got, to pay, you've got to order the PS4 before, what was it, August the 6th or something to guarantee yeah, it's at yeah. launch. Yeah, exactly. And we've got this Vita bundle. Then people have ordered it. But what people went and done is they ordered the PS4 and then the PS4 has come. So now they haven't been able to take advantage of that bundle and they're going to think, well, I'm not going to go and buy a Vita now. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, I, I, hope, I hope it does well. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll shift some, uh, shift some of the bundles, but yeah, it could have yeah. done better. Definitely. They'll shift yep. bundles because there won't be any other bundles in stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well said, Julie. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, uh, moving on, guys. Um, even though next gen has just started, which is technically current gen now. So, uh, oh wow, I'm confused already. But um, this is from Richard Archer. Um, Expect the PS5 sooner than you think, says Sony. Um, Richard writes uh, in an interview with Tech Radar. Sony UK boss Fergal Garaz lets slip some inf- interesting information about the length of the PlayStation 4's life cycle. Uh, Garo was asked whether the PS4 is in it for the long stretch, and he replied, it's probably a sign of the times and how much has changed in seven years, but I think the willingness and the appetite to pick up new technology fast has probably changed quite a bit. Uh, Garo was quick to add that it's very early days to be commenting on how long the PS4 will be around, obviously, adding, we're going to have much better feel to it once once we're a few good months in and we can see how the dynamics are emerging. Um, So, yeah, uh, this is actually the second story that's emerged in terms of, like, the uh, the next next generation of consoles. I think, uh, oh, because uh, I did a story. I think it might have been EA. Uh, one of the guys at EA or Ubisoft. Um, I think it was EA. They said that um, they expect the console cycle to last uh, short. This this one to um to come in shorter than the previous one because that was quite a few years. Um, it was like six or seven years. But um, how do we feel about this, guys? I mean, would you feel like picking up um, you know a PS5 in five six years time? How would that feel? Seems like the right sort of um, like cycle for a console I think I think yeah between the the PS3 and PS4 just seemed like a a lifetime you know it it did drag on even though we got some great games in the last like couple of years like The Last of Us and Tomb Raider and you know things like that it did definitely drag on Richard had hair when the PS3 was launched yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, had, I had a full head of luxurious locks that came down <laughs> down my back. Oh, that's brilliant! You oh. sound like a Greek god. Yeah, more like Buddha. Five years is five years. Yeah, it was um PS3 was um November two thousand six in America and Japan, and I think it was March two thousand and seven in Europe. Was am I right, March? Yep, that's correct, because I bought it at launch as well. Yeah, I bought it in August of that year. Um, I remember that. I got it with Street Fighter V and um, uh, Ridge Racer, I think. Yeah, which is weird. Street Fighter V? You bought it from the future? No, I'm sorry. (laughs) I did. I just hopped (laughs) in my time machine. Sorry, Street Fighter IV. Um, Yeah. Uh, That was uh, actually, incidentally, my first review on PSU, but there we go. Um, (laughs) It's another story altogether. Uh, Okay, moving on to my last story now, guys. Um, Again, PS4. Uh, the Witcher 3 dev says PS4 is, quote, a bit more complicated to develop for than Xbox One. Um, no surprise, there's a lot more comments in this article. Um, the lead engine program on the Witcher 3 world has a place for us a little more tricky to develop for than Xbox One. Now, speaking during an interview with Eurogamer, uh, Balaz Turok commented on the PS4, it's very good to have the fast memory, adding, everyone is really happy about that, but the problem is the game has to function on everything. No, we are not holding back, he added, in regards to pushing the console. It's just that we are not at the stage right now to go in and optimise on each platform specifically. 
We want to make sure we want to make that game on the whole engine run on everything with all the features and bells and whistles, and then just optimize, optimize, optimize. Uh, in regards to the actual core difference between the two consoles power he says i don't see much power difference the memory is very different but i've already said that before pure computation power if you just measure that there's no major difference uh but it goes on to say that is the uh, ps4 is a little bit more complicated in terms of uh sdk api which is stuff that i have no idea <laughs> so maybe ben could fill us in on that but yeah on the long it seems to be that um the general consensus is that both machines are very similar but if you dig in a little deeper there are significant there are some notice noticeable uh, differences in terms of the um in terms of you know making games on both systems and stuff what might be a bit trickier um but again i'm not the tech guy on here i'm sure ben uh, we'll start with you about this does this make more sense to you it makes a bit of sense to me but again i'm not i'm not uh i'm yeah a tech guy but i'm not that uh, more techie than me sorry yeah you, you yeah. yeah usually yeah. come up response for this sort of stuff <laughs> well there's not many much response you pretty much covered it with that you know yeah yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's, um, I wish I could comment more on this, but I mean, at the end of the day, the PS3 was far more complicated to develop for than the PS4. That was notoriously tricky at launch, and we all know it took many years to actually have third-party developers churn out their games, which were running equally on par with the 360, because a lot of the time they were suffered from frame rate dips and screen tearing and things like that, you know, like Bayonetta, for example, yeah. and a, few, uh, a lot of games like that. So either way, it's just great that PS4 is... Is a lot easier. It's much more developer friendly. They've always been saying it since day one. So that's that's a good thing, guys. Yeah, right? that's why I always find it. I find it weird that they're saying that it's harder to program for than the Xbox One when every other company is saying it's the opposite way round. Yeah, seems, that, seems strange that does. Yeah, this yeah. is the Witcher Three as well. Um, they we interviewed um these guys a few weeks ago actually. Yeah, do you know I I asked them actually about the PS4 architecture and what they thought it would bring. You said, they said it was a dream, didn't they? Is that that's they, the they, they said. Um, not thinking about hardware limitations and unleashing all the creative firepower we have is a dream come true when it comes to game development on PS4. Wow. Um, so they said that they're, they're, they're thrilled to release something on the PlayStation platform. Yeah. And they said that like, they were going to optimise it you know, to the, the PS4 strengths. Oh, it's going to yeah. be a great game, a great looking game. Yeah. yeah anything, yeah. anything you play it on. And, and it supports it, remote play. Does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna look it's gonna look great, whatever it's on. But I'm, I'm surprised to, I'm surprised to hear them say that they thought the PS4 was uh, harder to develop from. When when Chili Chili was right when he says everyone else who spoke about the PS4 said it's easier. Um, uh, the Division, which was, is the Tom Clancy game, if I'm rightly, they said that they actually only had two people working on that port when they showed off that demo. Only two people. Two hmm. people. Wow. Yeah. And they said it was really easy just to port the assets over from the you know, PC to PS4 version. Mm. So why they're saying it's quite hard is is why I'm a bit confused. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely on um, there, guys. I haven't misread anything there. The um, it's in black and white there. Just um, that was posted on November the 29th, so it should be just on the front page still. Uh, if you want me to actually, I probably actually should have skipped to the above thing and actually read out the quote in question. The Xbox One is pretty easy to understand because not just the hardware is similar to the PC, but everything like the SDK, the API is really similar to what you would be on a PC. On the PC4, sorry, on the PS4, this is a little bit more complicated, but I, pers- but I personally worked on the PS3 before. Obviously, that was a lot more complicated, as I said, so there we go. But anyway, this, this is just obviously one person's opinion. Um, anyway, that about wraps up the um, news there, guys. Um, very busy week for PS4, some good juicy stories there. Um, now, of course, we're going to move on to our topic of the week, which is, uh, uh, um, uh, oh, oh, hold on a sec, uh, PS4 
four, I think it might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I don't know. What, I thought, no, we, were, I thought yeah, we were talking about right. Grand Theft Auto Four. Oh no, no, no! Oh no, no, no! That, that, that or your time traveling tales as the Doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Street no, Fighter Five so early. <laughs> um, now, guys, all of us have a PS4 here, don't we? Am I right in saying yes, that? Yes. Oh, we've right, at least yeah. got our hands on one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, right. Well, there's so many things to cover. I just like to kind of go over. I'll, I'll be last on this. Um, go over like um, how you're finding the console, what games you've been playing on your like kind of maybe your highs and lows and stuff like that. So, um, Ben, uh, I'll just go along the, <laughs> in the the Skype window here. Is Ben, Richard, and Steven, So I'll do it in order. So, Ben, if you just like to start out, um, what do you um from the experience you had playing PS4, what do you uh what are your what are your highs and lows about it so far? I'm currently playing it as we speak. Uh, oh, okay. It's amazing. Oh, oh, I'm loving the controller. The controller feels so natural in my hands. It's like, it's yes. just like, oh, 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 oh. Best description oh, ever. Oh. Oh. Edit, edit, edit. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that's how, that's what, every time I hold this controller and I press the R2 button to fire a gun, that's what it feels like. This feels like I'm got, shooting the load this everywhere. The, this is what got the Twitch trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, that's yeah. good. That's good to hear. Um, what, um, what games have you been on mostly? Um, Warframe, actually. That's the game Warframe. I've been playing pretty much all the time. Right, it's, cool, it's, cool. It's a free-to-play third-person shooter ninja game. Actually, we just combine. I think we just combine what we've been playing with this. It makes perfect sense. So, just talk a bit about the game, Ben. Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, yeah, it's, it. it's a, uh, as I said, it's a third-person ninja shooting game where you play a uh, ninja that with a gun. <laughs> it's it's in space. And it's a lot of fun. You you can customize your character, but it's expensive. If you uh-huh. want to cut, yeah, that's the only problem with this game is how expensive customization is because it costs real money. Ah, right. I see. Um, yeah. Does it give you an advantage? Does it give you a real advantage, Chili? Or can, oh, no, you, uh, can you earn that? In, you can either earn it and get it for free, but it takes a few hours or mm. days, actually, to be honest. Or you can buy it and get easier. That's it. Everything you buy, you can earn. And mm. if you if you don't have a high enough level, even if you buy it, you, you're not high enough level to use it. You still can't use it. So you can't just buy the best gun in the game and equip it straight away and just go, "Ha ha, I'm the best." <laughs> you've got to wait. You've got to grind yourself up anyway, even if you did buy the stuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. So there's no advantage over buying it, and the cosmetic stuff just is cosmetic. It's just like I spent two pound on this scarf that flops around behind me because <laughs> it's a scarf. <laughs> and ninjas need gold scarves. It's it's what we need. I also spent three pound ninety seven on a cube that follows me around. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, but the cube, do, the cube does actually shoot people, so that is right. useful. Cube, right? <laughs> it's, it's called the Death Cube. It, it's orange. It's gold and red. I've coloured it, and it shoots lasers. Doesn't come with a free Philip Schofield, does it? No, it does not. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Anybody's. <laughs> <What's a good laughs> actually, um... I bought it because it reminded me of um, the the cubes from Portal. All oh, right, fair play. <laughs> um, have you uh, any other games at all, Ben? Uh, I have Killzone. Uh, Lego, Knack, Call of Duty, Battlefield, and yeah, I think that's it. That's what I've got. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do you want to? Uh, okay. What? Um. Out of those games, what one are you enjoying the most? Um. Killzone. Killzone. Sweet. Yeah. You, I haven't played own. all of them, so I've only been yeah. playing a little bit. I played a bit of Lego. I haven't played Battlefield or Call of Duty yet on Knack. I'm waiting till Wednesday till my mate comes around to play Knack. Oh, right, that sounds good, man. Um, Killzone, you're enjoying that, then, yeah? You're um, a multiplayer, yeah. or just um, or single player, or just or whatever. I, 
did have a try on the multiplayer. I wasn't a big fan of it because I'm not a huge fan of multiplayer anyway. Yeah, you're but, in my, I'm, I'm with you there, but yeah. But I did enjoy the single player. Well, from what I've played so far. Good. I played for a bit and then I thought, oh, this is not Warframe, so I jumped back to Warframe. Cool. Cool, man. Thanks for that. That's, no uh, problem. Yeah. Um, Richard, um, pretty much the same with you. What do you, um, just general, what do you think of the um, PS4 so far, like the general hardware and stuff like that, and what, also what games have you been on? It's sexy and it knows it, isn't it? It just, it's, <laughs> it's like my PS3 went upstairs and came back down in a slinky little black number. Um, it, just, <laughs> it just looks fantastic. Um, it's yeah, so yeah. powerful. We've waited so long for this. I'm just so glad to see that it's it's pressing all the buttons, so to speak. Yeah. Um, the only disappointment was having to wait so long. I think. Um, right. I was I was a wreck on the 29th because um, yeah. I was getting mine from ASDA, and they oh, sent yeah. they sent a link, and you can track the driver online. And I could see him getting closer and closer to me house. And, oh, uh, I was, I was, I could, I could see his name. I won't say his name, but say his name was Bob. I was like shouting at the phone, Bob, hurry up, Bob, come on, Bob, you're only a couple of streets away now, mate, come on. And uh, yeah, it just, it, you know, there's always that fear that you're going to get a brick in the post, but uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> Games wise, um, I've mostly been playing Lego simply because that's my next review for PS4 for the site. Um, I did play Resigan. That's um, that's an absolutely fantastic shooter. up absolutely oh, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. that. Oh, yeah, Carl reviewed that, yeah. Yeah, uh, I had to totally agree with that review. Um, it was absolutely um, spot on, really, really good. Um, I, you know, really nailed nailed the game. I've downloaded Contrast, but I haven't played that yet. Oh, I right. did play the... Is it the free-to-play MMO where you're in the warplanes? Is that warplane or something? War War Thunder. Oh, no. no, Yeah, War Thunder. No, I didn't like that at all. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. It starts off really deceptively. You're flying around on a little training mission. This little plane comes across the screen. Oh, this is fun. Next thing you know, I'm in a biplane flying above somewhere. Everybody else is in these super high speed hurricanes or spitfires. I die twice and it says you've got to wait a certain amount of time now before you can play again. And I just thought, oh, no, I can't be bothered. Delete. Yeah, so I didn't enjoy that. But, uh, I mean, stunningly, it looks a fantastic game. I know it's only in the beta, so you can shoot me down um, for for that if you want. But, uh, no, stick with Lego, I think. Epic, man. Actually, that's interesting because I downloaded um, War Thunder. I haven't played it yet, and I'm a massive... Um, I, I won't go too off tangent, but I, I've always loved World War II flight combat. I always used to play flight sims years ago and stuff, and I I just... I, either this kind of thing, it was free. It just looks really, really cool, but I don't know. That's put me off a bit now. But I think I should try, I'll try it nonetheless. Though. Oh, have a go. Have a yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was... just, I'll just jump in here. If you've got no, more than yeah. one plane... That that weight is only for that plane. If you've got more than one plane, you can switch to another plane and just jump into that and not wait. Okay. But if well, that plane I... gets destroyed, then you have to wait again. Oh, actually, Ben, you're probably the person to ask. Um, I just want to know quickly, what is the setup of this game? I mean, I know that it's an MMO, so there's no single-player campaign or anything, presumably. But what, like, do you like flying the Battle of Britain or Battle of Stalingrad or something? Are there specific like, uh-huh. scenarios that you go in, or is it just like everyone and kill everyone? Or sort of thing. Um, I haven't. I, I I played it Eurogamer, and that was the last time I played it. Yeah. It seems to be the some mission. You got your own missions and stuff like that, but it's mostly, right. yeah, it's mostly just kill everything. But you Kill-fro, can destroy yeah. stuff. All right, cool. 
Right, well, I tried it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a giant bloody massacre in the sky as I plummeted to earth ingloriously. <laughs> it does look awesome in terms of the visuals, though. The um, visuals do look great. Visuals, visuals, superb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, anything you want to add there, Richard, at all? Anything you really like Lego, don't you? I, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. Um, what a great big kid I am. Uh, yeah. Lego Marvel superheroes. Um, it's a good new entry in the Lego canon. I don't want to say too much because it's. It's not as good as I thought it would be, but it's still oh, good. Right. Um, I don't want to say say too much because that's going to that's that will come out in the review. But it, no, it is cool. yeah. it is a it is a it is a good game. I did enjoy helping you guys during that stream, though. <laughs> Chilly, we, Chilly, that stream would have been a disaster if you hadn't have told us where to go. <laughs> I think Ben saves it there again. Okay. Um. Thanks for that, guys. Um, now, Stephen, same to you, mate. Um, PS4 hardware, um, highs and lows about the general hardware and stuff, controller or whatever, and what games, you know. Again, games, highs and lows. Go for it. I, mean, I, was, I, was, I was really lucky to get the console a week before it came out in the UK. And, and, and it was literally like <laughs> Christmas Day, it felt like, like when, it, when it turned up and unpacking and not knowing what I'd got in the box. Yeah. And uh, just looking at it from the first time. And uh, you know what was funny? It took me five minutes to find out where I put the disc. Oh, well, I had the problem. I didn't know where to put the damn disc either. So, so I've, got, I've got a PS3 Super Slim that sort of slides across. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've got to physically like move it across. And with the PS4, it was like, is there something I've got to slide across? Like, where's the button I've pressed to open like the eject? <laughs> um, yeah. But it's where all the buttons are and everything that's so well like, integrated into its body it just yeah. looks like like Richard said a sexy machine yeah. um, and the like, dual shot the dual shot just feels so natural yeah. uh, like in your hands and you know where that touchpad is and um, I love the controller so yeah first impressions I was uh, aesthetically yeah. I was really pleased with it and you've obviously had hands on time with it already probably more than any of us here from events and stuff so um um, yeah, do, do you know probably probably one of the highlights of the PS4 so far is that I haven't had to update it every time I turn it on. Um, you know, with, the, right. with the PS3, it seems like every other time I was to turn it on, you get another software update. Uh-huh. When all you want to do is go and play for ten minutes. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping like we see that eradicated, all the do while I'm asleep. Um, <laughs> it, you know, um, which which is great. You can set it to do that, can't you? Yeah, you yeah. can say you could set it with the PS3 as well if you had yeah. the Plus. Well, actually, they changed it so you could do it without Plus, but it, you can do it with the PS4 and PS3 with Plus. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope we don't get as many updates as we did with PS3. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like the whole, the whole interface. looks better. It's easier, easier to navigate. How? yes. It looks Hell, yes. It looks like it's entered a new era. It does. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, what, in terms of games, Stephen, what, um, like, your, what, what's been your favourites? Any disappointments? You know, what you've been on most? Um Disappointed with Killzone Shadowfall, um, or Assassin's Creed meets Killzone, what I like to call it, uh, <laughs> because there's a lot of wondering about not knowing what you're supposed to be doing, a bit like Assassin's Creed for me. Um, the map isn't that great, so you get lost all the time. Um, well, I've done a live stream of this, and it was the first time I've ever played it, and it was yeah, literally, that, yeah. it was like my live reactions, and I was just lost. Those people, like, like Chili typing in about where I should go. didn't have a clue. <laughs> uh, I thought the AI has taken a step back um, from really? the last Killzone game. Um, like, if you tried to do a bit of stealth, they'd spot you, even though you think, how could he see me from, from where I am? Oh, yeah. uh, I just think they're a bit, it was a bit, they're a bit clumsy. Um, 
it's got some, it's got some great highlights, but I mean, if I was to review Killzone Shadow Fall, I'd probably given it like a seven out of ten. Like it's a good yeah. game, but it's not what I expected from uh, you know a flagship PS4 launch game. Apart from the visuals, obviously. Apart from the visuals, yeah, yeah the visuals yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. And as I, I was saying to Richard earlier, actually, I think that for Guerrilla Games, isn't there a rumor they're working working on a open world RPG? It's not yeah, a rumor. They... They've been working on it since 2011, I'd say. So yeah. I think yeah. it's exactly what they need to do. They need to get forget about Killzone now. You've done Killzone. You've not done a brilliant job with PS4, Killzone, Shadowfall. Let's go and try something else because they're, they're a good studio. And yeah. you know, I don't want to see what they do next, but they should definitely try something different because I don't think this, this was brilliant at all. It's a, um, it's, yeah, Mercen- I don't know if you played Mercenary. Um, that was my first Killzone game, but that was re- that was an enjoyable game. That yeah. was yeah. I, I've good. enjoyed I've enjoyed all the Killzone games. Yeah, uh, this one the least. All right. Um, any others at all? Highlights? Um, <laughs> hang on, I'm, I'm struggling with highlights, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, no, no, I have got a couple of highlights. Well, Knack is a low light. Um, all right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Mark Cerny, brilliant man. Uh, obviously, PS4 lead architect, worked on some brilliant titles in the past. But, he's, you know, this game isn't great. Um, it doesn't, it looks good. There's, uh-huh. nothing, there's nothing new it brings to the you know, platform combat genre. Um, it's repetitive. Uh, it's just a bit dull. It starts off right. starts off well, and then you play it for a couple of hours, and then it's just rinse and repeat, really. Mm. So, and it's got pretty damning scores as well. It has, I think. Got, yeah, one of the lowest in terms of first party. Which, I mean, we know what we know what he's capable of. So that's why I was so disappointed because I was expecting so much, you know. Yeah, I know when it was first announced, it was like, oh, this is going to be like a flagship, you know, a major title and stuff. And and Sony wants to make it a series as well, you know, and probably, you know, one of their main platform series, kind of like how Crash Bandicoot was um, when it first came out. Oh, I think it's definitely got promise. Yeah. Um, if this is the building block, but it's not a bad building block. No, but, but they have to do a lot to improve it. Uh, funnily enough, where, where, where I've sort of enjoyed PS4 so far is with the indie titles, um, Resogun. Is that Sweet. how you pronounce it? I have no idea. <laughs> That's no, why I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Resogun, and then Richard said it another way. Yeah, I he did, yeah. But I did correct him, because I thought, oh, that's probably how you say it then. <laughs> Gorgeous graphics. It up. <laughs> <laughs> Solid, like, skill-based gameplay. Um, uh-huh. Brilliant online co-op support. Um, cool. Really addictive pick-and-play. You can jump in for, you know, five minutes and jump back out. I, I love that sort of game. Yeah. Um, and obviously, free with PlayStation Plus. It's one of my favourite launch titles. Um, I downloaded Contrast early today, and I've only played it for an hour. Uh-huh. But I'm enjoying that as well. I know that hasn't got great reviews, apparently. But I quite like it. Um, it's like a 1920s film noir setting. Yeah. And it's uh, like a environmental puzzle game where you use um, light and dark, and you can, you can use shadows as platforms. So basically, you, you're... Shall I tell you a little bit about it? Let me take me a minute. Yeah, go for it, man. It's your time. So you play this imaginary friend of this girl, right? Mm-hmm. And she can warp into light spots and turn herself into a shadow. So therefore, she can then use the shadows on walls, etc., uh-huh. to platform off so she can walk up shadows so to give you access to other areas and work out how to solve like environmental puzzles. Oh, cool. um, so, like, it's... I think it's quite a cool concept, and the uh, the soundtrack is it's fantastic. Sort of cabaret, nineteen twenty sort of cabaret soundtrack. All right. Uh, 
I'm enjoying that so far. I know, I think it was Carl who reviewed it um, for PSU. I don't think he gave that greater rating. I think generally, I think on Metacritic, it's got about 6 out of 10. But so far, I'm enjoying that and Rezogun. Wicked, man. That's um, uh, Anything else you want to add before I chime in? Um, I've got Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, you have got it? Uh-huh. I have got it, which I'm going uh, to play. Um, and I've got Call of Duty Ghosts and Lego Marvel Superheroes, which I haven't played yet, but I'm going to play some co-op with, uh, with Richard. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, the next, in the next few days. So I'm looking forward to that because I like the Lego game. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up um, you know, being one of my favourite PS4 games at this point. Cool, man. Um, right, um, I guess that just leaves me. Um, I'll make it as quick as I can. I, in terms of the hardware, like I said, you know, I got it Saturday, waiting there in the porch for me. I think the console itself looks great. It's kind of weird seeing it sitting uh, sitting down because all the press uh, pictures I've seen is it standing up with the um, obviously the stand that's sold separately. So putting it down, it was just kind of weird looking at it. But yeah, the design is great. Aesthetically, it's brilliant. I mean, you know, the power button and the eject button is there. It's um, I did wonder where the disc went at first, but I just <laughs> had to read the instruction manual. <laughs> uh, I felt like a right knob there. Um, but yeah, it's it looks great. The uh, the UI, I have to say, it's fantastic. It looks slick. It looks sophisticated, and it's so easy to use compared to the PS3, which was an absolute mess. It was a jungle for me, at least, that was. This one is just stripped back, but everything... It's stripped back, it's concise, but it's still got everything you need, you know? It's not like they kicked out a load of stuff. It's, uh, I actually signed up for a new account, new um, PSN account, um, new era, new start and all that. It just felt necessary, plus my old one was leaked to my old address anyway. Um, signed up for 14-day trial on PS Plus, which I'm going to obviously grab a year's one after that, because it's about time I did, and I want to go online gaming anyway. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know, in terms of like the general things like the loading times, they're great. The boot up is, is really nice. And the DualShock 4, I mean, I can only just reiterate what you guys have said. It feels fantastic. I was a bit skeptical whether it can have the comfort and ease of use as the uh, previous ones because of the extra features, but it's brilliant. It's actually even more comfortable than the DualShock 3. The touchpad is great. Um, I use that a lot in Assassin's Creed 4, which I'll get to in a sec. Um, yeah, but I, I was really impressed with the hardware. And actually... Um, I was kind of, um, it kept turning itself off after like uh, 20 minutes. Um, and I realized that's because it had the um, power save setting on. So I um, fixed that. So it's just like an hour instead. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's great. It's so easy to use. Um, it, it's, it just feels, like you said, it feels like a new generation, Stephen. It feels fresh. It, feels, it, it looks brilliant. So I'm well impressed with that. I've only got Assassin's Creed 4 right now. Um, it'd probably be a slow burner with games for me. Obviously, if I review some more PS games, PS4 games, I'll get them. Uh, you know, for the site and everything. But um, I've obviously completed the current-gen version. Um, it plays great on PS4. It does look better. Overall, the visuals are far smoother. And even though if you just look at it briefly, you probably think, oh, yeah, smoother, nothing else. But there are... Sus- it's subtle, but once you notice it, you realize just how much it complements the overall visual feel. Like uh, the shrubbery moves realistically when you hide in it. There's far more... Um, uh, particle effects are really incredible. The, like whether the um, when it's raining and stuff, like the puddles on the deck of your ship and the water washing over the ship in the middle of a storm. You know, you add with the lightning and everything and the wind and everything. It just it looks fantastic. Like I said, it's subtle, but if you if you scrutinise the previous gen version, uh, which I did obviously for my review anyway, and you compare it to this, you can you it, it come. I was very impressed. Um, you know, character de- characters are a little bit more detailed, you know, it's smoother and everything. And it's just, it's a great looking game anyway. That's the thing. It was always a great looking game, but this just, this just, um, this is like the um, icing on the cake. So, yeah. Um, can, you uh, imagine, can you imagine what Tecmo Coy will do with breasts? 
Um, <laughs> obviously, with the Dead, or, dead, dead or Alive series, yeah, right. they have a, a realistic breast juggling physics. Dynam- dynamic breast, yeah, they're probably yeah. <laughs> dynamic breasts. D O, yeah, oh god, <laughs> some kind of thing, yeah. Is there a beta we can sign up for? <laughs> um, oh yeah, it's oh yeah, just quickly about the dual shot cam for the uh, in terms of with Assassin's Creed, it's great. I mean, um, the, the the touchpad is actually used for the map, so you hit it, map comes up, you can use it to scroll. It's um, at first it felt very um, kind of unresponsive. It's like you move slightly and nothing happens, then you move it fast and it zoops to the other side. But once you get to the um, once you like get used to using it and stuff, I actually, I'm using it now just to, like oh, bring it up. All uh, right, where do I want to go? There's a viewpoint. Move over, highlight it. Here's on my map. It links me to it, so I can follow the. You know, when you click on something where you want to follow, it's like a a distance meta that tells you how far you're far you far you are away from it. So yeah, it's brilliant, man. Really intuitive. Um, it's I'm enjoying it. I mean, I love the game already. Like I said, I pretty much completed it. Like a seventy something sync rating it was. But yeah, so I'm slowly going through this now and getting all the stuff that I didn't before. So uh, I love the game in general. In general, like all the all the gameplay works fine. It's just like it was on the um, PS3 and. 360 it's a brilliant game so um yeah i i would recommend this and plus you get the extra um uh 60 minute dlc which is exclusive to the um ps3 and ps4 so yeah love it brilliant awesome. really, really impressed um i i would like to try i'm definitely going to get some more games so i really want to get i really want to get battlefield 4 but yeah I'm, I'm impressed i'm loving it um i like i said i've got war thunder but i haven't tried it yet so i'll give that a whirl we've got all the free games to have as well um all the playstation plus offerings that will come up as well yeah, that's a whole new um, experience for me, that is, because <laughs> I haven't got that until now. But yeah, really, really impressed with PS4. It's um, I just um, I just yeah, wow, new generation. It's like I don't think it's sunk in yet because this one's lasted so long. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Mike. Yeah, go. For um, it. What, what would you like to see on PS4 first, The Last of Us Two or Uncharted Four? Oh shit. Um, what would, <laughs> What are you most looking forward to? If I'm being honest. I would actually like to see another Last of Us, believe it or not, because you know I love I love Uncharted. I've always made no secret of that. I love Uncharted. I love the Indiana Jones style action adventure games, but The Last of Us felt so different, and it was so well executed. I would love to see something like that, but it's a different change of pace. And it's not as if we haven't seen enough of Uncharted already. There's been four games, you know, Uncharted One, Two, Three, and uh, Golden Abyss. I'm I, I would like to see a new Uncharted, but I could quite easily wait another however many years to see um, The Last of Us, another Last of Us game in between, to be honest. But it's very, it's a close call, close call. Well, they left us right at the end. Not that I'm not going to spoil it, but they left us right at the end, I think, begging for more. Yes. For definitely. me, anyway. I'll just, I'm just, I hope it comes really soon. But well, yeah, not next uh, week. Unchar- yeah. The new Uncharted will be shown off at VGAs, is my I, opinion. I think they said it wouldn't be shown for a while, didn't they? I'm sure Naughty Dog said once we've done, you know, they showed, they've done the teaser and it'll be a while before they show anything else. So that seems a bit too soon. But well, I, just, I, I, it's I don't, just I don't the fact why. that yeah. uh, Uncharted 2 was shown there, Uncharted yeah, 3 yeah. was shown there, Last yeah. of Us was shown there. Yeah, I see. No, I totally agree. <laughs> and that's been the showcase for Naughty Dog that has. I, I totally agree. I want it to. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just a bit skeptical about that. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed. Um, Okay, well, guys, thanks for the um, whole PS4 um, overload there. That was great. You know, Can we, I just... Some... Might no, have had something. Um, yeah, go, go for it. About... I don't know if anyone's upgraded their PS3 version to PS4. I have. I've not, um, not yet, no. Well, no. There, I, I found a bit of an issue with the upgrade. My mate, came, my mate came round and upgraded his version of Assassin's Creed from the PS3 to PS4 version. Yeah. And I thought, awesome. He's round. We're playing it. I'll stream it on Twitch. 
So we loaded Twitch, we started streaming, and then those yeah. we were playing it popped up saying, this game is not verified. You have 15 minutes until this game closes down. Oh, really? uh, oh, after really? 15 minutes, the game closed itself down, and there was a little padlock. You cannot play this game. Shit. So we could not play that game. I wonder so, if that's. Uh, wonder if it's widespread. Yeah. No, so we. we not, yeah. I think the whole issue was because of PSN having issues, and the yeah. license upgrade hadn't been. Yeah, had got mixed mixed up after we purchased it, maybe. But that was quite frustrating. Yeah. Wow, guys, actually, no, um, thanks for noting that then, guys, um, our, um, listeners, if, you, um, if you've um, noticed this yourself, then um, let us know at podcast.psu.com or post a comment in the um, article where you're listening to this podcast and let us know. Has anyone actually remote played anything? Because I've tried it a couple of games and haven't been able to get it. No, to I, I've been meaning to do that. I knew there was something I was meant to do, remote play, but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Because you, you can Assassin's Creed, can't you? I'm sure that's yeah. remote play, yeah. Yeah, Every, pretty much everything is Every, except yeah. for Warfront Thunder right now, I think. Yeah, oh, I couldn't get Killzone to uh, to work. Weird, I got it working okay, Stephen. Really? I mean, it might be something that I'm doing wrong, but uh, I can't work out what it is I'm doing wrong. Okay, for one thing, if you're trying to do it in a different room, make sure that the setting on remote players don't tick connect to PS4 directly. Do not click right. that. Otherwise, it won't try and go to the Wi-Fi. It will just keep trying to connect to the PS4. And if you, unless you're in the same room and there's a PS4, it won't connect to it. So that might be the issue. Yeah, no, I've, all, I've always been like I'm um, literally on my settee, like opposite, yeah. uh, like right by the PS4. No idea. And then. it just just comes up with a blank screen. Uh, the, 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 it seems to connect okay. It just comes up with a blank screen, but weird. Yeah. So anyone else, let us know if you're having problems with that as well. Because uh, yeah. are you are you not clicking second screen? Yeah, you've got the two <laughs> options, haven't you? Got yeah. the second screen. Well, I've tried both, and nothing's happening for me on Killzone. I did, uh, when my mate came round, I tested out remote play by doing uh, what you call it. He, we were playing Lego, so I turned my controller off and used my Vita as player one, right. and then he had Dual Shock for player two, and I could remote play as player one on Lego. Oh, uh, cool! Yeah, I'm, I'm dying to try it. Like, oh, I want to use that feature. But um... so we were playing split screen Lego, but nice. I was using the Vita as a controller. Oh, nice! That's exactly why this bundle's a, a good idea. Definitely, that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you can have up to four Vitas connected to one PS4. Nice. I just want to yeah. go. I want, I, want to, I want to remote play while I'm sitting in a hotel room, you know, and yeah, so the PS4s at home. That's what I'm looking forward to doing with the Vita. I don't think you'll be able to do it, especially in the UK hotels. Yeah, with with bad Wi-Fi connections. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that would be awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. Could do it in McDonald's. McDonald's have got quite good Wi-Fi connections. Well, that's a good excuse. Why are you going to McDonald's? <laughs> I'm play on my PS4. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, <laughs> After right, all the cool. food, because they'll kick me out otherwise. So that's the whole reason I'm eating here. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, okay, guys. Um, I think we can get on to just wrap up some reviews now. If that's all right. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, okay. Um, well, we've spoken a bit about this already. Um, Rezo Gun uh, PS4 review. Uh, Blood pumping retrograde entertainment. Uh, this is by Timothy Nunes. Hey Tim, been a while, mate. Um, Tim summarises uh, Resogun is the perfect game for leaderboard enthusiasts with simplistic gameplay and application that's challenging to master Saving the last humans has never felt so invigorating uh, He likes the engaging and simple gameplay the co-op play and the vicious visuals hope I pronounced uh, pronounce that right uh, where he dislikes the uh, low replay value and the narrow maps 
and he gave it a 9 out of 10, which I think is our highest scoring PS4 game to date. If someone wants to correct me on that, they may, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. You're right, there, Mike. Thank you. Um, I do try. Um, next, we have... Um, this isn't actually a PS4 review, but it would be, it would be wise you know, to cover everything. That's, um, otherwise, it's not really fair. Um, this is um, Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate HD. This was by um, Gary. Um, he gave us a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, some... Though uh, Mirror of Fate's HD upgrade looks great and its entertaining combat is a good move forward for the franchise, it doesn't reach the heights of its predecessor. Um, he liked the solid HD upgrade, the combat is fast and entertaining, and uh, Robert Carlyle's uh, vocal performance, uh, voiceover performance. Uh, uh, he disliked the uh, rest of the voice cast, which is apparently pretty bad. Um, the fact that the story fails to move the franchise, for- franchise forward. And the fact that all three playable characters, because there's uh, three of them in the games you get to switch between, uh, feel and play the same. Um, he, I, I, I um, actually edited this review, and he, I remember him saying about um, how they were, um, you know, the different abil- the abilities they have are all pretty much identical. There's no kind of differentiation between them, so that's what he means by that. Um, which is a shame to see why I have three characters that are pretty much the same. Um, final one uh, we have is uh, another PS4 Super Motherload, and this is summarised: not quite a motherload of fun, says Matt Fernandez. Fernandez, sorry. Um, 7 out of 10, he summarised, without co- online co-op, Super Motherload falls a bit short of gaming greatness, but the marriage of entrancing sound and gameplay is still a fun experience. He likes the charming, fun, uh, charming smooth visuals, fun to play with friends, uh, story twists and turns, however he dislikes the fact that there's no online co-op, and the fact that it has generally repetitive gameplay. And that's the summary of reviews there, guys. And we've also reviewed pretty much most of the um, PS4 games. So you should check that out. Actually, no, you know what? I'll read an extra one here, guys. Uh, we have Knack by Kyle Prowl, our um, editor-in-chief. Um, he gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, our average user score, however, was 7 out of 10, so I enjoyed it a bit more. Um, he summarized, um, Knack desperately wants to be the 3D platformers of old, but Gold Combat and a half-hearted story leave it difficult to recommend. He liked the twitchy old-school gameplay, Knack's shifting size, and the pleasing visuals. However, he disliked poor story uh, that needlessly stretches the game, uh, trial and error frustration, and the cast of characters. Obviously, a poor cast of characters. Um, also, um, yes, why not? I, um, also, Ernest Ling reviewed um, Need Speed Rivals. Uh, this was for PS4. Uh, he calls it the next generation of multiplayer, 8 out of 10, which also matched our average user score. He summarised, uh, Need for Speed Rivals delivers a satisfying foray into a new generation for the racing genre with impressive, integrated multiplayer and sleek graphics. He likes the pretty visuals with dynamic weather and lighting, seamless um, all-drive multiplayer function, um, and the combat racing gameplay, because uh, you can fight other people and stuff. Um, however, he dislikes the uninter- uninteresting plot, uh, interruptions from transferring multiplayer hosts, and finally, the pop-in graphics. As I said, 8 out of 10, though, so a very good score nonetheless. Um, and I think my voice is about to die. Uh, <coughs> yes, yeah, so um, guys, we are coming to the um, end of our podcast now. Um, before we do any call-outs and miscellaneous, um, I have a few uh, emails to read out, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously from our um, super fan, as we call him, or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, super fan Alfonso uh, Box. Super awesome fan. Yeah, super awesome fan Alfonso Hello, Alfonso. I don't think I said hi to you on the podcast before, but... <laughs> respect for supporting us yeah definitely, thanks, definitely. Thanks yeah, quite, quite right i um i did promise fonds um if i actually emailed him back and saying do you want me to read these out on the podcast or answer him directly and he said on the podcast um, so i just got a list of his emails so i'm just checking the dates uh 25th was monday so this is one of them here uh 
Right. First of all, uh, this was on uh, Monday. Um, do you guys ever consider creating a PSU account on Instagram? Besides Twitter and Facebook, I'm on there as well, and we'll do some serious promoting for you guys on that network as well, because I love you guys. Um, I'm glad Stephen's here, because this is probably a question for you, Stephen. Can you answer that at all? Do you know what? I should get my wife to do it, because she's on Instagram all day. <laughs> uh, forgive my ignorance, but what exactly is Instagram? You, ba- you basically, it's, a, it's another social uh, sort of networking thing, but more um, to do with photos. Photo, oh, right. I um, but it is it is a great outlet, and yeah. it's something that we should really be, be on and doing. So I'm definitely going to look into it, Alfonso. Cool, and, so uh, maybe watch your space, maybe? And I'll, I'll, I will let you know whether we've got anything planned for it. Yeah. We just need to find someone within the team who's... Uh, who's willing to take it on, but we've got a new influx of staff coming, so maybe we can find uh, find someone to, to get our stuff on Instagram, so we, we shall let you know. Wicked. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just had to laugh the next one, uh, bless him. He, um, he, um, he basically wants to know how many emails he wants us to send, and we used to send around eight or nine back <laughs> in the previous incarnation, <laughs> it's, um, obviously because we've uh, cut the time down. Um, he just wants to know how many we want him to send. I'll just say, send as many as you want. Isn't that fair, guys? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you've, so, you've been so great promoting us and backing uh, one of our best fans, Fonz. Um, seriously, send as many as you want. And if for some reason we can't answer them all, what I'll do is I'll just email, answer some or whoever in person um, through email and then read out the rest on the podcast. So, yeah, please do hit us with any questions you have. And um, in general, it'd be nice to see a few more emails as well, guys. I remember a couple of others. Um, oh, God, I wish I could remember his name. I think there was a guy called Brett who used to email us. Maybe I'm wrong, but anyway, I'm sure he knows who he is. If he's listening, he knows who he is. There were a couple of regulars, so yeah, please keep them coming, guys. Podcast at PSU.com. Um, this next one is um, on Soul Sacrifice. Very good PS Vita game. Uh, he said, um, this is actually addressed to me specifically. Uh, Michael, I remember a few episodes back when you played Soul Sacrifice and said it was good, and my question is, in, ter- uh, in terms of um, life and magic, do you have to level them up equally or focus on more than one? Um, I don't know if there's a universal rule for this, Fonz, but I tended to do them equally. So I'd go up in magic, life, magic, life, because I found that um, doing that gave me an equal balance. And I was able to then, once I got to a level after that, I started focusing a bit more on life because I died a lot. I wasn't exactly great at it. So, and I, had, I got to a decent level where I was magic in life. And I went more for life after that because the bosses get progressively more difficult. And I found that my magic was it enough, I was doing enough damage, but it was the life that was letting me down rather than my spells not being powerful enough. But I, I can tell you now, with a game like that, which is really grind-heavy, you may be a ton of strategies out there on what to do, but that was just, that's what worked for me, but it all depends on what works for you. It's all, that game is all about player preference. You customise your character, you play how you want to, but for me, I did it largely, I did, it, um, did them equally, but equip your character appropriately, though. So I used a lot of spells that are, uh, uh, tattoos, I think they are in that game, aren't they? That um, boosted my life and magic attacks. There was one that boosted my magic quite a lot, so that was useful. So yeah, just experiment and see how it works. But that, that was for me at least, anyway. Um, um, last uh, email. Um, this is obviously from Ron's. Uh, he goes, I know you guys' schedules can be hectic at times, but do you know do you know of organisation do organisation doing a marathon where they would play games, raise money, and give the profit to people who need it? Do you guys ever think about doing something like that? Um, Wow, that's quite an interesting question. Um, Stephen, uh, can you answer that at all? It's not something I've ever thought about, but it's not yeah. something that's ever cropped up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I know what he's talking about when there's organisations that do that. Yeah, yeah. Did I mean, they do something like that? Or they I, do these like, marathons, like charity or something or whatever. That 
Right, so that's obviously a bit more difficult to answer. It's um, it's an interesting one, Fonz, but obviously I I can't speak for it at all. Um, speak at all for it, but Steve, like Stephen said, it hasn't really cropped up before, so I'm not really sure. But I think um, I think the Instagram thing is more of a likelihood right now, wouldn't you say, Stephen? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, I'll just stream for 24 hours, and then we'll do a limit on how much they have to pay to get me off the stream. I'm sure we could definitely do some interesting stuff with streaming, some kind of. If you stream, thing, if you yeah. if you pay for two grand, you can get chili off the stream for the next week. <laughs> oh, and of course, the problem was because our streams are on our our homepage for people who don't know. So yes, um, please check that out. Yes, yes, I'm sure we want to try and get this thing and be, be a major kind of highlight of the site because we were like one of the first people to highlight this kind of thing when it launched. Um, but that's actually, uh, that's all the emails, um, guys. Uh, Fonz, thank you very much for sending that in, mate. Um, do um, keep um, up with the awesome support, man. We really appreciate it. Um, it's good to see you're still here. And um, like I said, we'll answer whatever you um, throw at us. Um, might, might be split up, but um, yeah, just keep at it, guys. Um, so we're coming to the end of the podcast now, guys. Is there anything, any shout-outs, miscellaneous stuff you want to get off your chest quickly? I want to mention the competition that we're yep. on our YouTube channel. Go for it. That's the uh, time. PS YouTube, just go and type that into YouTube, uh-huh. and we've got a show called SE500, and if you just have a look through the shows, I think there's a couple of shows back, but the competition's still running for another couple of weeks, and uh, Justin, who's our YouTube manager, is giving away a PS4 and uh, some games, um, like a bundle, so Excellent. go and check that out, it's easy to uh, answer the questions, and we've got quite a few entries, but you're still in with a chance, so definitely I recommend watching it just... For the amazing show and the amazing host. Yeah, yeah we've got a great amazing. host. We've got Ma- 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 Marjana. Ma- Marjana. Yeah. Um, a lovely Finnish lady. Um, yes. It's yeah. worth watching for her alone. Yes, that's, um, you took the words out of my mouth. Yes, please, guys, watch it. They do an awesome job. They all work hard yeah, at it. They do yeah. great. The host, the, the guys behind the scenes, and, of course, the host as well. It's great. Seriously, it's guys. It's a great show. Yeah. yeah, really, really, guys. We're doing all, you know, we're really trying to um, diversify our content here and this is one of the this is definitely a great addition guys so please check it out they all work so hard at it and they really appreciate um the views so go definitely check it out ce 500 uh server era 500 if you want to be precise um okay um let's uh, um ben any shout outs at all just my usual ones i want to i want to <laughs> say a big shout out to sarah wellock and holly b i shouted out last time after the tearaway review we did because those are well they're both pretty big in Sony so they're Sony computer managers and one's an ex-dev manager anyway I say a big thank you for all the promotion you did. it's an amazing game and I cannot promote that game enough it is yes. just amazing I sorry I just wanted to dip in there I, I should have mentioned this I gave that a 9 out of 10 I love that game Terraway quality guys pick it up it's definitely a must have for Vita sorry just especially as it's only £19.99 yes yes definitely so yeah I recommend it cool anything else Ben uh, and of course Chin Chin. We yes. miss you. We want you on sometime. Yes, that's... I know. I, I know we've been fighting to have you on, and I'm thinking about announcing a special podcast just for you, just to make sure we can have you on. Yes, if not before Christmas in the new year, definitely. We will. We will definitely. We just need a. It's just been a, been a few ups and downs lately and stuff with organisation and available staff and all that kind of boring stuff you don't want to hear. Um, Richard, anything at all? No, no, I'm Billy. No, mates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what I wanted to mention, Mike? Twitch yeah. TV. About a couple of uh, exciting features that we've got on PSU since uh, since the last podcast, which is we've got our own Twitch TV channel, PSU Live. Yeah. But the great thing about it is we've integrated it into the site. So if someone from the PSU staff is streaming, you can watch it in our Flash console 
on the home page which sits just above the top news article and you can watch us play we'll be doing live reviews via that as well but also we've got the twitch tv community team and if you're ever on the home page or any page on the site and you see across the top the words watch psu community streams on twitch tv and there's a you'll, you'll see the word live flashing in red yeah it means that yep. someone's streaming live right now and you can click on that you can go directly to our community stream team and you can choose from a number of games that they're, they're playing. They'll be playing PS4 games um, regularly. Most days there'll be someone streaming. So check that out. And also we've got we've changed our comment system on the homepage for articles yeah. recently to something called Discus. We were having like lots of complaints about our old comment system, and we've freshened it up. We've put a lot of work into... Well, Chris Clement, our IT manager, put a lot of work into getting that sorted. And it's much more easy to interact with the community via the homepage now at the end of any article. So do go and have a look at that and check it out. Yes, definitely. While we're nice. talking about Twitch, mm-hmm. I want to make a big shout-out to GT5 is King and I think it was Hydra City. Both of these people followed, uh, spent most of the three hours last night chatting with me on Warframe on the in the Twitch chat. It was pretty good, actually. So I just want to give a big shout-out to those two. Cool. Wicked. Um, that just says to me, I'd just like to big it up for you guys, obviously. Thanks for joining me again. And the rest of the team who aren't here, you all do a great job. Our listeners, the guys who watch, um, who read our articles, remember, guys, www.psu.com. We have a homepage. If you're on the forums already, check out the homepage, guys. And alternatively, if you're on the homepage, check out the forums. Be part of the community. Um, my last, actually, one is actually kind of, I'd never done anything like this before, and it's completely unrelated, but I just wanted to say I was shocked to, to hear about the death of Paul Walker today, who, of course, plays Brian in The Fast and the Furious. He died in a car crash. He was only 40 today, so I was really shocked to hear about it. So RIP, Paul, and um, condolences with your family, man. That, I can't believe that happened. He's, um, he left behind a daughter. Of fifteen, so that, that's tragic news. That is, yeah. That's a miscellaneous, a totally miscellaneous thing to say, but all the same, I'm obviously not going to say it any other time. So yeah, that was that was that was shocking. I always liked him. Um, Mike, sorry yeah. about this again. It's yeah. just popped in my head. <laughs> okay. Um, one last one last thing while you're talking about the forums. Yeah. My competition has started. Oh great! You can enter now. It, the first competition has gone live. It'll end tomorrow afternoon. Um, right now I'm giving away a £5 PSN voucher and there'll be giveaways until the 30th of December sweet so make sure you pop on every day to check it out excellent and in the words of Pocky Pig that's all folks <laughs> thank you for joining me again guys it's been great PSU.com uh, PlayStation Unchained I almost said something else there thanks guys this has been episode 16 I am your host Mike Harridan Sam Ben, Richard, Stephen, thanks a lot, guys. It's been Cheers, guys. Thank you for uh, Mike, Mike, yes. Mike, you forgot something. Oh, go ahead. You forgot our emails. You can oh. contact us at <laughs> podcast at psu.com. Pod- yeah, podcast at psu.com. You can, uh, you can tweet Ben at... Chili underscore UK. You can tweet Richard at... Uh, at Skaggy Poet, all one word. Or you, uh, Stephen, do you have Twitter? I can't remember. I do, yes. Uh, you can tweet Stephen at... At... No, you already said the at. Not that's not two ats. At no, no, I mean... <laughs> Stephen underscore gamer. Excellent, cool. And you can't tweet me because I don't have it, and I have no friends. <laughs> Joking. Okay, guys, we'll see you for episode seventeen. Um, hopefully that will be um in a week's time if all goes ship shape. Okay, take it easy, guys, and enjoy playing your PS4 later, guys. See ya. Bye. Cheers.